Israel is a land of diverse cultures, religions, foods, music and people. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he explores the devout and divine, the off the wall and outrageous and everything in between. Right here on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review. And uh, yeah, that was Corey Fleischer talking about the work that he's doing on erasing hate. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'd love uh, to know whether this is something that uh, you as Chai FM listeners had maybe encountered uh, and dealt with before. Uh, is uh, Do you have a concern around around hateful graffiti that you are seeing uh, in in the world, uh, and, and it is something that you've reported uh, on the show three four five one nine is our SMS line. Uh, you know you can let us know if this is something uh, that uh, that you uh, has have seen interestingly in 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 your community where you are. Um, I'd love to know if if hateful graffiti is something that uh, that is an issue for for you. Now, uh, knowing your COVID status doesn't need to be costly or take forever. At Discamp Pharmacies, you can do, reduce the cost and anxiety of waiting for results with their rapid COVID tests. Book an antigen test, which can determine if a specific virus is currently present, or an antibody test, which in most cases can determine whether you've had a virus or not in the recent past. Just book an appointment at a Discamp store near you on 861 117 427. That's 0861-117-427. Discam, a winning mind in a healthy body. 101.9, Hi FM, it's the New Blue Review. And now time for our Israel Bite for the week. Uh, and, you know, we're going to literally go when it comes to bite very uh, literally today because we're going to be talking about pizza and the delivery of pizza, I'm sure that uh, particularly now in COVID times, <clears throat> that you may have gotten a pizza delivered or some kind of food. Uh, and of course, uh, we're very used to people now delivering on their bikes, uh, lots of Uber Eats and uh, uh, Dr. Mr. D and uh, all of the variety of others that actually come and do delivery on bike. But what about getting your pizza delivered by drone? Now, it's not a completely new concept. Uh, drone delivery was started as much as two or three years ago uh, by Domino's uh, in in uh, New Zealand uh, and also uh, a little bit uh, in partnership with 7-Eleven in America. But now Pizza Hut has decided to get in on the droning action uh, and is going to trial drone deliveries of pizza this summer in Israel. And uh, the restaurant train is going to use mini aircraft to deliver batches to drivers who will then be delivering to their homes. So they're actually going to be using the the drones as a way to get the pizzas to the drivers so that it can actually move them faster. How it will work is that uh, drones will actually be able to um, fly to a designated spot uh, that has been worked on with the Ministry of Transportation and uh, it's only going to be from one restaurant in B'nai Draw in central Israel. The deliveries will be limited to a specified zone of 50 square miles and will be kept at a relatively low weight. Uh, the aircraft uh, restaurant will allow 
uh, Pizza Hut to get to more than 7,000 households that it is currently unable uh, to get to. And uh, uh, speaking from uh, uh, the, the drone companies, he says, uh, drone delivery is a sexy thing to talk about, but it's not realistic to think that we're going to be seeing drones flying all over the sky, dropping pizzas into anyone's backyard any time soon. Uh, so um, it's not quite uh, not quite the sci-fi uh, fantasy fiction that you might have seen with deliveries, but at least now uh, you will be able to get your pizza to your delivery man uh, somewhere in central Israel, uh, and the delivery man will be able to get that to you nice and quickly, which uh, I think is a positive thing. Everyone needs a break. Everyone needs a pizza. Uh, so why not get it uh, in a way which... Um, which is effective and maybe uh, a little bit more fun as well. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, the Israel Bite for uh, today. Hope that you enjoyed it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be speaking to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Chai FM, I'm Benji Shulman, this is the New Blue Review, and at this time every single week we head on down to Parliament, in a virtual manner, uh, to find out what is going on on the legislative front, and the man who helps us do that is Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Rob, how are you doing? Good morning, Benji, I'm fantastically well, and yourself? I'm doing very, very well, thank you, Rob, thank you for joining us. Uh, important topic uh, on today's um, on today's show. We're looking at the issue of education and new bills affecting the way that public schools are functioning. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an interesting one, which kind of flew under the radar when we picked it up um, recently. There hasn't been much press about, press about this at all. It falls under the National Education Policy Act. And it's um, one policy within that called the Admissions Policy for Ordinary Public Schools. So the public uh, participation period on this closes on the 12th of March 2021. And the Minister has kindly offered uh, the public an opportunity to have the say on um, this draft presentation as such. There are some concerning points in this um, around language language use and what schools must adhere to and what, what they must not and what they can get away with around uh, documents required, and that specifically refers to um, uh, previous school records. And interestingly enough, immunization of, of kids and what the requirements are and how that affects the ability to enroll in certain schools. Other areas of address, non-South African citizens, uh, refugees, and, and so on. And special needs is, is also addressed, as well as the age requirements of, of entrance to schools and repetition of uh, grades by, by certain learners. So we can go into detail on, on each one of those. I think uh, a good way, good place to start there, um, if, if you don't mind, Benji, of course, is uh, the language, the language policy here, which seems to um, be aimed at uh, certain sectors of the market, um, or market of, of citizenry, and in particular, it might affect Afrikaans uh, institutions, as we've seen a lot of talk about that in the media and through politics lately. And um, what, this, it, it's, what this policy proposes is that no learner may be refused admission 
to a public school based solely on a language policy of that public school. So that means that uh, schools must be open to uh, providing education in uh, all official languages as proposed by, by the Constitution. And they also go on to talk about the need to address uh, the results of past discriminatory laws and practices. What that means, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure it will be revealed in, in time to come. Rob, uh, a big deal, particularly with these sort of where, uh, so-called mo- former Model C schools, which it sounds to me a lot like this act is actually dealing with, is the ability for them to charge fees. So what happens is that uh, the government gives some subsidy and then uh, you know you, you pay an additional amount uh, to go to one of these uh, schools, and I'm sure many of the listeners uh, would have gone to a school like that if they hadn't gone to, say, a private school. Um, and the ability for these schools to charge fees when children are not able to pay them or, or get a government subsidy is always a big issue. Uh, is that covered at all by the new uh, uh, amendment? It definitely is. Uh, so you can decide whether this is a, a good thing or not. I, I think it might be quite quite a, a good idea, considering the um, public's problem now with fi- finances and the high unemployment rate and such. But what they've proposed is that um, a school report cannot be denied or transfer certificates cannot cannot be denied, which seemed to happen in, in the past um, when a pupil or parents were unable to pay the, the required school fees. So... Um, you can't. The school now can't discriminate against those who can't who can't afford to pay school fees, and they have to provide them with all the full set of education and full documents, no matter no, no matter what. Um, this might pose a problem for semi-private schools, or in, in the case of Model C schools, where they do require additional school fees and so on. They might have to now double down on their uh, extracurricular fundraising activities to to make up for a loss in school fees. Um, I'm not quite too sure on the amounts that uh, Model C schools get, but I think it's only around 500,000 rand a year for from from the government. The rest has to be raised through extra activities and additional uh, school fees as as the principal seems seems fit. Now that might seem under threat from from uh, the implementation of of this legislation. Now, what about the issue of vaccines? Uh, obviously, that is something that is affecting all sectors of society. Uh, what is the the act's approach when it comes to uh, immunisation and vaccination um, at schools? I think that is the most contentious issue in in this whole proposal here. So under under the current constitution, you the you don't have to uh, you cannot be forced to uh, vaccinate your kids or or yourself or, or 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 so on. No one can force you. It's your constitutional right to to decide whether you want to be uh, vaccinated as such. And um, what they proposed here to get around that constitutional requirement is that. You cannot be admitted or your child cannot be admitted to a school unless it shows proof, unless the parents show proof of vaccination against communicable diseases. And they include polio, measles, TB, diphtheria, tetanus and hepatitis B. No doubt that will include COVID vaccinations as well as we move forward. Uh, I have a strong feeling that will be. So if you cannot show proof of that vaccination, the school has a right to deny you admission of, of that. Um, if the parent refuses or fails within seven days from the date 
of uh, written communication uh, to that, then they, they cannot, they will not be admitted to the school in any way whatsoever, or any uh, public school as, as such under this legislation. One last uh, aspect, which I think might be uh, worth looking at, Rob, uh, is uh, what they call um, the, the the area where the, the catchment area for for kids. I know that this was a big issue at some point in Kateng, where where schools were able to source their, their children from. Normally, it was like in about five kilometer radius. Does this uh, act a uh, deal at all with where schools can source children from? Yes, it does. So it does say, talk about catchment areas and feeder, feeder areas under the school zoning, uh, school zoning section. And they, they sort of narrowed down uh, where schools can uh, obtain their, their learners from. Um, obviously that might be to exactly do that to make sure the schools built in the areas do feed the, the citizens of that area. Um, where schools were bussing in uh, good sports players or, or whatever else from, from outside areas to, to cater for them, that, that might be uh, the reason for, for that. On the other hand, there is a, a different interpretation where it says that schools outside of areas might have to accept uh, pupils from overflow areas. So that will be, I think, need a bit of open or ironing out and interpretation of that. But uh, we could be facing a problem where um, uh, res school uh, learners are bussed in from uh, different areas just to fill up um, uh, private schools in, in uh, non-reflective areas. How the transport system and everything else is going to cope with that, uh, that remains to be seen. Another definite contentious issue. And that seems to be the whole structure of, of this bill. It, it is very... Uh, vague in a lot of areas, and I think this is going to be put through a lot of legal tests and, and constitutional challenges if, if it goes through in its current form. We're talking to Rob Hutchinson today from Tier South Africa. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back just after this. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM on the line with Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, uh, talking about uh, a variety of parliamentary processes that are currently underway. Uh, and Rob, uh, what other campaigns besides the education one, which I'm sure you'll be launching uh, pretty soon, uh, are you are you currently running on the site? Oh, we've got a, no a number of, of campaigns on the go. Um, definitely the most important one at this stage, I'd say, is the, the land expropriation bill, which has been going on for about two years now. And, and luckily, Parliament has actually extended the comment period on that to 28th of, of February. So the public have an opportunity to, to say, have their say on, on this expropriation bill, an, an important life-changing uh, bill as, as such. Uh, then we have the Employment Equity Amendment Bill and also closing soon, uh, National Youth Development Agency Amendments, uh, rollout of COVID-19 vaccines and how government plans to do that and the issues facing certain communities or certain uh, individuals. So government would like to know to know that. And, well, there's plenty more. Uh, the new nuclear build, new ID number policy, and a couple which we haven't had an opportunity to actually put on our website just yet because of the, 
problems that we've been facing with the takedown of, of our website. But we promise to have everything up and running and your opportunity to uh, participate in what is your con actually your constitutional right to participate in policy amendments will be restored very soon. And Rob, uh, you're also launching this week uh, your your first show on on High FM. What's what's the topic going to be? <laughs> ah, absolutely, yes. That's that's going to be an interesting one. Um, we've got a very special guest guest lined up. There's someone who has inside knowledge on the whole processes and um, surrounding participation on the land expropriation projects right from the beginning. Uh, through from 2018 with the original Constitutional Review Committee. Uh, this guest was involved intimately and will be giving us insights as to how the public hearings and everything went and were, uh, let's say, uh, manipulated as such. Well, I think that's absolutely fascinating. Rob, uh, when can people listen to uh, listen to your show? What's the time? That's on, on Wednesdays at midday, and that'll be Dear Parliament. Tune in. It's going to be great. There's a brand new show on Hi FM. Uh, you heard it here first. Dear Parliament with uh, Rob Hutchinson talking about the land expropriation bill, which is uh, absolutely crucial, uh, as Rob says, to the to the future of, uh, of the country. And if you want to see all the other ones, there's a lot going on. Check out dearsouthafrica.co.za. Go make a comment there. Uh, and let your voice be heard. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, best of luck with the show this week. Fantastic. Always a pleasure, Benji, and thank you. Yes, tune in. We can have you as a guest as well. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Rob Hutchinson, he is from Dear South Africa. Brand new show launching on Chai FM this week, Wednesday at uh, 12, uh, and uh, it's going to be, uh, it sounds fascinating already, so I think it's going to be very, very interesting. But in the meantime, go check out uh, everything else on, uh, on on their website. Always a useful thing to do. Brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for joining us on uh, the New Blue Review. It's uh, really uh, been a great pleasure and a great honor. Thanks to the whole team who puts it together. Uh, thank you to Senna, who does the production. Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Vusi, who is on the sound. And thank you to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week. We'll be back next week on the New Blue Review. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.